And now, with thanks to Armount Furniture, Tullamore's premier furniture store, and the stunning coastal outdoor polyrattan dining set of table and six chairs at an unbelievable price. See this and more outdoor dining sets at Armount Furniture, Cloncolic Industrial Estate, Tullamore. Now that we head towards July, Will Faulkner is still wondering why. This guy still gets on his shows. Is it the incriminating photos? Or, oh my God, does he really know his DIY? Brian Clunan. Then why do you keep getting on the show? <laughs> well, when you're not here, when you're not here, when somebody is filling in for you, when I walk in, they say, oh, thank God you're here. This is the easiest part of the whole week. You know, I don't have to do any work for this for the next, what is it now, the next 40 minutes. So, there you go. <laughs> like we do work for yeah, well, the yeah, rest yeah, of us as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, talking, by the way, talking for a living. By the way, you know what today is? It's the 28th of June. No, but you know, it's, you know, the way every day there's a, you know, there's Mother's Day, there's Father's Day, there's all sorts of, today is Power Wash Day. Really? No, just because of the rain. <laughs> if you had to power wash something, <laughs> today is the day to power wash. So we always say it, but we've had people in, say, in the shop for the last mm. two months, and they're they're saying, "I want to clean the patio. I want to kill the algae and power wash it off, or the moss and power wash it off." Mm. Today is the day, and remember, can we get this sponsored by Carter? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. So. If you go to power wash, you're going to get wet anyway. So I would say today is the day. It's not that cold. Strip down to well, not strip down. Sorry, wait, let me rephrase wait. that. Let me rephrase that. Don't bother. Like the problem is that a day like today, people tend if they're going to do work outside, they tend to you know put on the waterproof jacket. Look, what I would say is put on a pair of shorts and t-shirt to cover all the essentials and just get out and power wash today because it is everything will be much easier to remove today be it dead moss dead algae general dirt after that rain it will be so much easier to remove and you're getting wet anyway so just go ahead and do it just cover if it's an electric power washer make sure and cover the unit itself. Just throw a tarpaulin, a plastic sheet over it and make sure if you're using an extension lead that, so if you have, a, say, a roll-up extension lead, put a bucket over it to make sure that it's completely waterproof. Now that applies, even if it's not raining, that applies because if you're using a power washer, there's water flying everywhere. So always make sure your electrics are completely waterproof. With the petrol versions, not you don't have to worry as much. Fine. Now, our first query comes from a lady, an anonymous lady, who says, My husband was clearing out the turf shed last night and came into the house whining like a little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of sympathy here for his genuine phobia of spiders. Oh, right. And seemingly, the turf shed has an army of gigantic spiders. Stop laughing at this poor man. Can you recommend anything to get rid of either the spiders or husband before his pregnant wife goes into oh. early labour with the stress of having to deal with them? Well, look, I suppose the first thing I would say is take, you know, go gently on them. Um, if you have a phobia, you have a phobia. You know, it is, it is, it is difficult. No matter what your phobia is, if you have a thing that you just, if you have the heebie-jeebies, how do you feel about earwigs? 
I wouldn't be fond of them. Yeah, how do you feel about my, snakes? My dad genuinely hated them. How and do you feel about snakes? Snakes, less terrified than I used to be. Oh, good. But the point is, if you have... Everybody people, has some phobia. Has yeah. Heights. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just creepy crawlies mm. or insects or mice or rats or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Manual labour. <laughs> yes, I know of your aversion to manual labour. Um... So look, I would say first and foremost, cut him a bit of slack. Uh, what was the question? Oh, I have what to deal with the spiders. Um, where did they say? Turf it's shed. in a turf shed. Turf shed. How yeah. can you possibly remove spiders yeah, from no, a turf look, shed? Look, I suppose the handiest thing is just get one of the bug bombs. So the bug bomb is, and that's a generic term, there are various brands out there, but a bug bomb is a thing that you put on the ground, you light it, it emits an invisible smoke then for the next three or four hours but because it's a vapour a smoke whatever you, it's not, not technically a smoke it's a vapour but because it gets everywhere you know it's it's a it's a gas nearly if you want to call it that but it gets everywhere it's not like a liquid that only sprays onto various areas it gets everywhere and it will kill every spider in the room at that time or in the shed in this case at that time now that's assuming the shed is not an open shed and if it's an open shed what I'd suggest you do if there's you know if there's a garage that has a an opening that you drive in and out through or was designed to be driving in and out through well then what you would do is just get a, a plastic dust sheet two or three euros will buy a, a clear plastic dust sheet and just tape up the opening very sensible so leave yeah. the corner mm. open that you mm. can get in and out and then tape it up after you've left but so this is designed to kill every bug that you don't want now that can be Fleas, bed bugs, aphids in the greenhouse, in this particular case, spiders in the turf shed. So, very straightforward to use, degree of common sense involved. You don't leave pets in there, you don't leave any human in there, and you just leave it. Well, in this particular case, it's not, it's not, I presume they're not accessing the turf shed every day of the week anyway, if it's a turf shed. But by doing this, you will kill every spider in there. There are texts, and from women, who are not impressed, and it really is a double standard. Let's be honest. Yeah. If it was a woman afraid of spiders, nobody I know, I would, would bat saying, an eyelid. I would be saying the very same thing because I remember vividly being in the shop one day, and we had a guy in who I just happened to know. I knew him as a customer, and I knew something came up before that he really had a thing about spiders, and but there was a lady in the shop buying mousetraps and she was talking about her complete and utter fear and in fairness to her she was saying I know it's a bit ridiculous but I have a compl- I have a complete and oh please put down your knee he's wearing shorts oh my god please just put it below the desk go on put it down no put it down no. thanks very much thanks stop looking um, at it <laughs> um, she had a f- complete phobia about mice which I understand 100% but he was making little of her for having this phobia and I said, hold on now, Jim. I, ha- You know, you have a phobia about spiders. What's the difference? So we all have things that we yes. don't like. Okay, but Katrina has sent a message saying there is nothing more unattractive than a man who is afraid of spiders, mice, or other such phobias. I would argue, because at the moment, I have a man wearing shorts in front of me who should not be wearing shorts. I assure you, it's extremely unattractive. Oh, stop. Look, look at those, stop. Look at those beauties. Stop. I don't want that angle. Oh, my God. You know you're supposed to wear... You, I know there's probably some sort of st- mesh in that, but you're supposed to wear underwear. Keep going. Carry on. 
anyway, uh, I'm imagining Sinead is probably listening and she's going to send a note about diversity training for that caller, Katrina. You know, in this modern age, there's nothing wrong and never was with a man who's afraid of spiders. <clears throat> Honestly. Uh, good morning, Will and Brian. Book bombs are brilliant, but the only place I can find that sells them is Brian's shop. And I live in Abbey Leaks, and he's in Tullamore. That's from Mary Gorman. Well, if there's any hardware shop wants to contact me, or Garden Centre or whatever, I will tell you, I tell you to my, I'll tell them all exactly where to get it if they, any of them want to contact me. Another caller says, I know how that man feels. I saw a couple of monsters in the shed yesterday while cleaning it out. I am not squeamish, but wow. Yeah, no, in fairness, there are some very, very big spiders out there. And uh, they seem to be becoming more prolific and they seem to be getting bigger. I mean, there's, I've seen pictures from people's houses. We get in, we get people coming into us. So you, you, you get somebody walk into the shop and then they'll reach into their pocket, their handbag, their whatever, and they take out a bag or a little plastic container and you're wondering what's coming. It can be everything from a weed to some sort of creepy crawly, alive or dead, that they want you to identify and suggest how to get rid of. And, you know, you're, you're looking at this saying, you didn't really have to bring it in. You know, a photo would have done, thanks very much. Because uh, they invariably want to leave it behind when they're, when they're leaving. Peppermint oil is a great detergent or deterrent for spiders and can be sprayed around the shed or burned in a diffuser. That's according to Nikki in Portleash. Very good. Who also says lemongrass plants will work, whatever they emit, whatever fragrance. Oh, okay. So, a few ideas to try out. Um, Granny says if you keep the spiders in the dark, they won't leave. They love the dark. So, therefore, get a bulb and turn on the light. Right, okay. But she says it's unlucky to skill, uh, kill a spider. Is it? Okay. I don't know. I had Not to. what I've heard of before. No. Uh, bad luck to kill a spider. A few people are saying that, actually. Oh, right. Yeah. And my lodger will. Here's a, a picture of a, a rather large chappy. Should we share oh, that on lovely. Facebook? Wow, yes. Yes, let's share that. Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. More questions after these. Mr. Fixes with Aramount Furniture, Tullamore's premier furniture store, and the stunning coastal outdoor polyrattan table and six chairs dining set, available for delivery now. See this and more outdoor dining sets at Aramount Furniture, Cloncolic Industrial Estate, Tullamore. Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. Still on the agenda today, we remember the young leashman who was found dead in a swimming pool in Greece over the weekend and many glowing tributes being paid to Rory Deegan this morning. And if you have long tried to tackle your weight and your energy levels and you're coming up against that brick wall, a personal trainer who one man in Port Leash credits with completely transforming his life, he'll explain what individual approaches might work for you. My mum kills those big spiders, but she wouldn't kill a small old-fashioned spider, says Anne. So it's unlucky to kill the small ones, <laughs> but fine to kill the big ones. And what's an old-fashioned spider? Is he, does he, do they dress differently or something? I don't have a clue. <laughs> Maybe, perhaps so. I uh, know. I know. I do know. I do know what she means because I think some of these big, big spiders have come in from. 
you know, far away places, warmer climates. And I mentioned before that I, I spoke to a guy who works in the ports in Dublin and he'd be saying that when they, it, they, he works in customs and if they have to open a container that has come from Asia or Africa to do an inspection, they, you don't, they're double doors. So if you go to your house and, you know, your, your wardrobe, you might just stand in front of the double doors and put both hands up and open the doors mm. and look in. They don't do that. What they do is they open each... You stand behind the door and you move backwards while opening the door and then you do the same thing with the other one. And then you go around, they use a crowbar and they keep tapping the sides of it before they actually go in because things run out of imported containers. Well, I remember there was a story maybe two to three years ago in Road in County Offaly and this family had brought in patio slabs, I think they were, from India. Right. And they, as you could imagine, in India they would have mm. intense sunshine and they would have certain snakes oh who God. would enjoy oh, yeah. soaking up all of that the heat, heat. Yes. on the, the slabs. So anyway, Snake obviously was sunning himself and then got shipped, off. got shipped off and emerged into a driveway in road. Oh my God, wow. And was spotted by one of the kids. Now, thankfully, kid did not go near this. As I recall, it was a Russell's Viper. So venomous? Oh, not only venomous, but highly aggressive. Oh. Oh, these Russell's sounds Vipers like, are... Sounds like you. Venomous <laughs> and highly aggressive. <laughs> They're a nasty piece of work. Yes. Anyhow, Joe has the next Still query. sounds like you. <laughs> Joe wants to talk about tarmac that has been there for about 20 years and is looking dated. Is there any way to wind back the clock, get it looking as it used to, or does he have to invest? Well, look, if it depends how how loose it is. So, you know, if it's if it's still kind of structurally sound, well, then you can get the tarmac paint. And that works really well, and it's quite easy to use. Um, you just get a sweeping brush and you brush it on. So what I'd suggest you do is measure up your area, look at the coverage of the tarmac paint and decide, right, I'm going to, I will need, I have no idea, I can't remember any of the prices, but for argument's sake, if it's 30 euros a bucket and you need six buckets of, you know, you need to do the maths and say, right, am I prepared to give it the time and the money? But it does completely transform it. But there is no point in doing it if it's become very loose and almost like gravel. Then there's no point because paint will only work if it's on a sound surface. If it's on a moving surface, it won't work. But if it's a case that it's it's gone kind of grey and shabby, and and don't power wash it by the way before. At least if you go to power wash it to clean it, obviously you need to clean it before you paint it. But if you're gonna if you're gonna clean it, make sure and use power washer keeping it well well back otherwise go out today once again today with a stiff brush and give it a really good brush so that the rain will wash away all the dirt and that you're painting a, a sound clean surface <laughs> Jerry says I once found a spider so big I sold it to a horse trader from the Curra <laughs> and uh, another listener has sent us an image from work yesterday it's Teresa my god that's a big spider in the corner uh, with very thick legs actually We'll stop this conversation about spiders. Some, yeah, people, some people genuinely will, will be turning off. Yeah, yeah. they will. Yeah, a, a listener has a phobia of cats. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be a fan of cats. Now, I don't have a phobia about them, but I wouldn't be a, a fan of them. But, you know, people have to... I, I remember listening to a guy on the radio um, years ago, um, and this sounds just totally ridiculous, but he had a phobia about plastic containers like Tupperware. Tupper, Tupper, Tupperware. Mm-hmm. And so it's amazing the things, and you'd often wonder where they come from and, you know, how does somebody develop that? I don't know. But, like, if it's a thing you have a phobia about... And I, I wonder where do you go to get help with that? But is it a hypnotist? Is it, I don't know. Well, most people have heard of the wrestler, the undertaker. Yes. Over the years, six foot ten and a half inches tall, 300 oh. pounds, afraid of cucumbers. Good Lord. How are you afraid of cucumbers? Yeah, but anyway, strange, yeah. he used to wind him up. So Claire in Ballybritis has sent a picture of her front door. It is a solid teak door but originally it was painted rather poorly. So the paint is chipping off and there's a grey undercoat beneath it. And we were told to use this undercoat before painting. Um, So what would you do? There is a picture of the door that she has sent in. So I would. it sounds as though they use aluminium primer, which would have been the way. So if you came into any paint shop, hardware shop in the last... say up to about eight or ten years ago and you said I want to paint your front door um, I want to paint my front door uh, very often the person in the shop would do like the mechanic does which was oh god that's going to that's going to be a big job which it was a big job because you had to use aluminium primer which was a horrible paint to use followed by undercoat followed by probably two coats of finish that's all gone now you don't need to so many paints now that you do not need to do that with but what I would be saying in this particular case is you need to put the prep in um, into getting off as much of that as you can uh, within reason Um, but the modern paint will stick to it much much better so it's it's a case of getting fine sandpaper fine well I'd start with a medium sandpaper or I would do it you'll notice it's all flaking at at the edges so I would get coarse steel wool and a pair of garden gloves and uh, that's just to stop the steel wool getting in into your sticking into you particularly Mm, under the mm, nails mm. and just give it a bit of time now what I would say is if you can conveniently take off the door okay so if if the door hinges and not been all painted up it's very easy to take out the screws it is a two-person lift, but now you can put the table up on a worktop, up on your kitchen unit, up on your island unit, out in the shed on a piece of garden furniture, and you can sand on the flat. And that will be so much easier. And you, you'll do an awful lot of sanding, even if it's only hand sanding, not using a sander, you'll do an awful lot in an hour when it's on the flat. It's a big job when you're bending down. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so see, can you get it off the hinges, lift it up, put it in the flat and give it the effort. Now, if you can borrow a sander and do all, you you know, you're going to give it the effort. Mm. See, can you borrow a sander from somebody? Loads of people have them. But I do, on all those edges, I do the steel wool. So once it's completely bare... You're not going to get it completely bare. As close to... Yeah. You want everything that's going to flake. Mm. Everything that feels like it's going to flake, flake it. And then paint it, I would say, with something like Super Deck or Universal, one of those paints that are self-priming, self-undercoating, smooth, and paint it on the flat. Always, if you paint something on the flat, you will not have a drip or a run. And the likes of the Superdeck, the li- they, they're all water-based now, and they you can get three coats on in a day. So you will, 
if you put your mind to it, you will sand it and prep it and paint it and get at least two coats on today, rehang it for tonight, and if you need to put a third coat, which you shouldn't, there's no reason you should need to use it, put on a third coat, but if for any reason you did, you could put the third coat on tomorrow when the door is still hanging upright. But I think you'll get everything done in the day if you get up early and, and do it. Alrighty. Next query. Can I get Pebble Dash painted? It was never painted before and the house is 38 years old. A painter had advised me against getting it painted, said to just soft wash it. Same for the tiled floor on the house. So if soft washing is no longer doing the job, can you paint it 38 years on? Of course you paint it. I mean, you, you generally tend, if you're, not, if, you're not, if you're getting someone to do it, they generally tend to spray... Pebble dash. Like Why would the painter have been hesitant, I wonder? Well, no, he's right. I'd always say to people, don't take it on lightly. It needs a lot of paint. It's a big job. It's, it's, a, it's going to cost you money. So the very first thing you need to do, pebble dash holds a lot of dirt. So because it has all these, you know, thousands of little crevices, you need to wash it before you paint it. So what I would say is get a, 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 an algae killer, and spray it on with a, a garden sprayer, a knapsack sprayer. But you're trying to spray straight. So if you can imagine, if you stood in the ground and spray it up over your head, you're not getting right into the... You need to be kind of eye level as you do your spraying. And leave that for a couple of days. And then on a day like today, give it a good power washing, but not an aggressive power washing. You don't want to aggress- do it so aggressively, you're taking the stones off. And very often we've... I'd always say to people, if they want to buy paint to, to, to paint their dashing, I'd always say, look, before you buy any paint, just go and give it a really good clean. And wait till it's dry again before you decide. Because the number of times people say, oh, I was going to paint it, but now that I've given it a really good clean, I don't need to paint it. So all the algae killers are detergents in their own right. So by spraying on that and then power washing it in wet weather, you might be just surprised how well it'll come up. But if you want to paint it, you can paint it with a brush. It'll take you forever, but it will do a great job. Or And you're using a thing called a block brush. You're not actually painting it. You're kind of stabbing it with the brush. It's a big, big brush. And you're kind of stabbing it repeatedly as opposed to, to brushing it or else get it sprayed. Mm. This is like a leaving cert question from Jerry. What is the difference between sandpaper, glass paper, and emery cloth? So sandpaper so sandpaper is basically a piece of paper or card with lots of little bits of glass on it. So sandpaper, glass paper, the very same thing. Emery paper is a tougher version of the same thing. So it's not the sand, it's not the glass that's, that's tougher. It's actually the paper itself and the glue that's used. It's Emery paper is designed for sanding hard surfaces like metal, like car paints. Sandpaper is designed for, so- for sanding softer surfaces like emulsion paint, ordinary, ordinary spirit-based paint and uh, anything that's not quite as tough as metal or... So that's the only difference really. The, the Emery paper is black, the sandpaper tends to be sandy coloured laughing here at some of these comments Asher why bother the poor spiders in the shed says Mary why bother cleaning the shed at all and if you're power washing why not do it in the nip and give yourself a shower at the same time (laughs) (laughs) Judy 
says, Myth, if you step on a spider, you'll make it rain. Truth, spiders feel a drop in pressure and so go to the floor and are therefore easier to step on. Say that again? So there is a myth that if you step on a spider, you'll make it rain. Okay. But the truth is, when the spiders feel the drop in atmospheric pressure, they go to the floor. Hence, easier to step on and it rains. That's where that comes from. Okay. And studio at midlands103.com is our email address. We've had a little bit of sympathy for the poor spider from Jenny, who says it's very poor ecologically to use the bug bomb. My husband also feels nervous of such an infestation, but here's what we do. We have a half-acre nature-friendly garden where if the turf shed is open, we put a bird feeder at the entrance to encourage the birds to come along. And many of the birds love to hunt down spiders while they're there. Yeah, that's very clever. So if you feed the birds, you will also take care of your spider problem. Yeah, very good. I like that. Absolutely. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks for making the time to do that. And that qualifies her for our Caller of the Week competition with thanks to gsgourmetjams.ie. A hundred euro in a lovely hamper could be yours by this Friday. Brian, thanks very much. Thanks, Will. Next Wednesday, 20 past 10, he's here again. Mr. Fixes with Aramount Furniture, Tullamore's premier furniture store, and the stunning coastal outdoor poly rattan dining set of table and six chairs at an unbelievable price. See this and more outdoor dining sets at Aramount Furniture, Cloncollig Industrial Estate, Tullamore.